Welcome to Chaotically Nerdy, a podcast made by nerds for nerds. This podcast is made by adults, for adults, and for children with bad parents. Adult language will be used, and adult situations may arise. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Chaotically Nerdy. On today's episode is... Jared! God, you fucking blew out the mic. (laughs) (sighs) Start it over. No, we're fucking leaving it. No. I work with imbeciles. Use the word work very loosely. Yeah, it, we don't get paid. And I'm Ethan. <laughs> you didn't blow it out. That's good. All right. Sorry, so, I, got, I got excited. Sorry. <laughs> keep it in your pants. <laughs> so on today's episode of Chaotically Nerdy, we are going to break down the wizard class and subclasses. There's a fuck ton of them. So uh, I'm going to yep. go ahead and jump in and say we are not going to talk about I'm gonna fucking butcher this. As soon as I looked at it, chronergy. Yes, graviturgy. <laughs> My brain went. You don't know how to say that. Yeah. Uh, order of scribes. We're also not going to talk about conjuration. We may talk about enchantment. Not a hundred percent yet. Uh, we're not going to talk about illusion. And transmutation is kind of up in the air, depending on time wise. And enchantment's kind of the same way. So got the magical dice back. And we'll see who gets to take us into the features. Ethan. So you started us off on the last one we recorded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did. Great. We're just going to go in a fucking circle again. I don't even need the dice. This is bullshit. You really don't, but... This is what it reads, but it's also true. Wizards are the supreme magic users, defined and united as a class by the spells they cast. That kind of rhymes. That's they is the best. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, as... Uh, most other full casters, they get a 1d6 per wizard level as their hit points. Um, they have no armor proficiencies. Uh, they can use daggers, darts, slings, quarterstaffs, and light crossbows. They have no tool proficiencies. Their saving throws are in intelligence and wisdom, and they get to choose two skills from Arcana, History, Insight, investigation, medicine, and religion. You know, I've never seen a wizard use a fucking light crossbow before. <laughs> I want and to. I, and I want to. Yeah. Yeah. I want to build one that specifically is a light crossbow user. Actually. It doesn't cast spells. I did play an enchanter one time who. Enchanted a crossbow? What? Enchanted a crossbow? No, no. that was his warlock who just uh, carried no. around. I played an enchantment <laughs> wizard who, uh, who used a crossbow and a um, sword. So I could like pay, I could like parry things because I took, uh, I took uh, defensive duels. Yeah, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. It was actually very useful. Um, obviously, the first thing that they get is spell casting because they are the ultimate spellcaster. Yes, uh, they have a few interesting and unique things about their spell casting. Do you want to get into those? They can potentially learn every spell they wizard spell. By they have an copying, option to. to by copying it into their spell book. Yes, because that's probably the main thing we need yeah. to mention is that they get a spell book yeah. at first level. Yeah. So if you DMs, if you have any wizards in your party, give them spells as loot. Yes, it's cool. It's also a good money it's dump. Also, yeah. it's also like, easy to do. It's, it's also a really good money and time dump. You have a scroll of this. Oh, I can copy that into my book. Yeah. Not useful. Wouldn't have took it, but I'll put it in my book. They're prepared casters. They are prepared casters. So you which, mean, which means you yeah. can only you have to prepare the spells as you rest, and you can only use those for that the you've day prepared. that you have prepared. And you can only pre- you can't change out just anything from the spell list. You have to have it in your book. Yeah, in your book. Yep. And if you lose the book, too bad. Shit out of luck. Yep. Um, there's also something interesting with their short rests. Mm-hmm. With the regaining spell slots. Well, that, that's 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 actual ability though. Mm-hmm. That's later. So that's literally the next thing. Yeah, arcane recovery. Yeah. At uh, yeah. So at the beginning is uh, you have learned to regain some of your magical energy by studying your spell book, 
Once per day, when you finish a short rest, you can choose expended spell slots to recover. The spell slots can have a combined level that is equal to or less than half your wizard level rounded up. And none of the spell slots can be six level or higher. Mm-hmm. Um, at second level, you get to choose your arcane tradition, which is their subclass mm-hmm. choice. Um, we just went over those, which ones we're going to cover today. At third level, uh, the optional thing from Tasha's is the cantrip formulas. Uh, you have scribed a set of arcane formulas in your spell book that you can use to formulate a cantrip in your mind. Whenever you finish a long rest and consult those formulas in your spell book, you can replace one wizard cantrip you know with another cantrip from the wizard spell list. Eh. Yeah. It's okay. It's nice it's if, useful, you've, I guess, if you've made a bad pick. Or you're going in somewhere you need like a specific damage type or something, maybe. Right. Yeah. Right. It's about it. Or if you're going between control wizard and um, like a pure damage wizard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fourth level, you get your ability score improvement. Again, it's going to be like your spell casting feats. Spell casting feats. Yeah. So, Warcaster, Resilient Constitution. Yep. Spell Sniper, all that shit. Yeah. It's going to be useful. Mm hmm. Yeah. At 18th level, we're making a big jump from 4th level to 18th level. Uh, That's because uh, the wizard doesn't have much because they have more spell options, generally speaking, than any other class. Yep. And most of their stuff comes from their subclass Mm -hmm. that they're going to get. At 18th level, you get spell mastery. You have achieved such such mastery over certain spells that you can cast them at will. Choose a 1st level spell and a 2nd level wizard spell that are in your spell book, you can cast those spells at your lowest level without expending a spell slot when you have them prepared. If you want to cast either spell at higher level, you must expend a spell slot as normal. By spending eight hours in study, you can exchange one or both of the spells you choose for different spells of the same level. And then at 20th level, you get signature spell. You gain mastery over two powerful spells and can cast them with little effort, choose two third-level spells in your wizard book, or whatever it's called, spell book. <laughs> the <laughs> wizard, wizard book. book. <laughs> it's right here. Why didn't I read it? Okay. I don't know. That's uh, kind of what I thought. You can choose two third-level wizard spells in your spell book as your signature spells. You always have these spells prepared, and they don't count against the number of spells that you have prepared. And you can cast each of them once at third level without expending a spell slot. When you do so, you can't do so again until you finish a short or long rest. If you want to cast either spell at a higher level, you must expend a spell slot as normal. Yeah, so that's a good capstone. Yeah. They're good. Um, you're gonna take shield with spell ma- uh, spell mastery. You're like, why the fuck would you take any other first level spell? That's yeah. your first level spell, yeah. Yeah, second level, I don't know. You could take like invisibility um, or something. I don't know. Is it? Or blur. Blur or mirror yeah, image blur or whatever. Yeah. Something that's going to be defensive. Yeah. And for the third levels, you're probably going to pick like Counterspell and like Fireball or that's Fly. The, or <laughs> the two that I was thinking yeah. of was Counterspell and Fireball. I mean, yeah, you can get weird with it, but like, why? You can get swifty with it. Uh, you could, you could, does, do they get Blink? Blink's pretty good. I'm sure they probably get Blink. I mean, if it's, it's a, a wizard, wizard. They, they pretty much get, get everything. everything that's not like nature-based. And he, they even get some of that shit. <laughs> or right. healing. Or healing. They Let's, don't get any healing, but it's a bit. Fuck it. Why would they heal when they can just do damage? Why would anybody heal? I just... We've talked about it so much, but I don't understand it. Everything's a glass cannon. Yep. Uh, let's go into blade singing. Me. I about said Jared. I thought you were going to say me. Well, because I'm one and two, you're three and four, he's five and six, but he already went. Why the so. fuck are you one? Why are you one? Who, because who anointed you one? Me, motherfucker. <laughs> you got a problem with it? Yes. I suck a dick. Who elected you leader of this outfit? Fucking me. Yeah, okay. Okay, sure. <laughs> Whatever. So, Blade Singers are probably the weirdest one on this list. Uh, In respects to a wizard. They're... The most unique. Unique is not is a word I would use, not weird. They're weird. The one you played was weird. <laughs> That's because it's Jarrett. Fair enough. It was like a basic-ass wizard <laughs> that 
was a blade singer. I don't know how it could be weird. It so just... blade singers master a tradition of wizardry that incorporates swordplay and dance. It's originally created by elves. Da 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 da. da. Uh, at second level, yeah, it doesn't exist anymore. They took off the they took off the elf part. Yeah. Uh, well, it makes sense. It used to be ba- like created by elves, but it's not like restricted to elves now. Well, it just says originally Dance. created by elves. It doesn't say that. It actually says it has been adopted by non-elf practitioners. Yeah, now, when you played it, it was yeah, elf only. I played it because it came out in Sword Coast. Yeah, yeah. They were doing a lot of. You can only play this if you're this race. In that book, training in war song at second level, you gain proficiency with light armor, and you gain proficiency with one type of one-handed melee weapon of your choice. You also gain proficiency in the performance skill if you don't already have it. Mm-hmm. So at second level, you gain Blade Song. You can invoke an elven magic called the Blade Song, provided that you aren't wearing medium or heavy armor or using a shield. It graces you with supernatural speed, agility, and focus. You can use a bonus action to start the Blade Song, which lasts for one minute. It ends early if you are incapacitated, if you don medium or heavy armor or shield, or if you use two hands to make an attack with a weapon. You can also dismiss it at any time. While it's active, you gain the following benefits. You gain a bonus to your AC equal to your intelligence modifier with a minimum of one. Your walking speed increases by 10 feet. You have advantage on dexterity acrobatic checks. You gain a bonus to any constitution saving throw you make to maintain your concentration on a spell. The bonus equals your intelligence modifier. And you can use this feature a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus and regain all expended uses when you finish a long rest. Mm -hmm. If you ever see any sort of wonky AC build, it's going to be at least... A two-level dip into Bladesinger. Yeah. <laughs> At sixth level, you get extra attack. You can attack twice instead of once whenever you take the attack action on your turn. Moreover, you can cast one of your cantrips in place of one of those attacks. Yeah. This is good. This is like an upgrade from the Sword Coast version. And also, I think in the Sword Coast version, it was two times period you could use Blade Song to change oh, the proficiency. Yeah. They changed uh, a lot of things to yeah. the proficiency thing. But they, the extra attack, now you can make an attack, and then with your second attack... Use blooming, booming blade or green flame blade as a second attack and get extra damage on one of your attacks. Gotcha. So it's useful. Yeah. It's very good. At 10th level, you get Song of Defense. You can direct your magic to absorb damage while your blade song is active. When you take damage, you can use your reaction to expend one spell slot and reduce that damage to you by an amount equal to five times the spell slot's level. That's pretty good. Uh, and at 14th level, you get Song of Victory. You can add your intelligence modifier, minimum of one, to the damage of your melee weapon attacks while your blade song is active. I don't think that's as beneficial, but it's not bad. Extra, I mean, <laughs> I mean extra damage is always good. Yeah, plus five damage. There is nothing wrong with blade singer. No, it's no, really good. It's it's a really good, yeah. especially now that they took it, away the uh, requirements, elf. Yeah. the elf requirements, and they changed it to proficiency bonus instead of yeah. just two times. That's always good. Uh, it's so, also not too complicated. It no, makes it's it pretty, pretty simple, pretty yeah. straightforward. Especially since the rest of uh, since the rest of Wizard is so simple to begin mm-hmm. with. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we're not talking about Chronergy, which is a time wizard. True. <laughs> and then we're not talking about Graviturgy, which is I'm going to assume Gravity Wizard. Yes, also yes, true. Absolutely. And then we also aren't talking about Order of the Scribes, which I don't know which that was. Scribe Wizard. That's- <laughs> It's a book wizard. It is. It is a book wizard. That's the one that lets you change the damage type of spells. Okay. In your spell book. So that's not bad. No, it's pretty good. Uh, and then let's go into Abjuration. Jarrett, you're the only one that hasn't went yet. Okay. These uh, are super short. I think we could do Enchantment yeah. and Transmutation. Uh, you, are, you are the best at the school of Abjuration. There's not... <laughs> Abjuration is your defensive magics, usually your shields, your uh, alarms. It's your defensive and like hiding magic, I guess. Like it's how you like. That would be illusion. Would be hiding. Not hiding, but like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, security. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, You have uh, abjuration savant beginning when you select the school at second level. The gold and time. you must spend it to copy an abjuration spell, and your spellbook is halved. This is true for all of the school subclasses. You get yeah. their, you get to half the golden time for their respective uh, schools and copying mm-hmm. in your spellbook and subclasses. Yeah. So if it's, let's not even talk about that for the rest of the yeah. time because every single one That's that right. says school of whatever yeah. gets it, 
you get yeah. to copy the spell if it's of the same subclass for half price and half time. So it's half price for abjuration spells on abjure, yes. and then for conjuration, conjuration, yada yada yada. Yeah, so on and so forth. Yeah. Save uh, us some breasts. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, at second level, you get arcane ward. You can weave magic around yourself. Protection when you cast an abjuration spell, first level or higher. You can simultaneous, simultaneously use a strand of the spell's magic to create a magic ward on yourself that lasts until you finish a long rest. The ward has hit a hit point maximum equal to twice your wizard level plus your intelligence modifier. Whenever you take damage, the ward takes damage instead. If this damage reduces the ward to zero hit points, you take any remaining damage. Uh, while the ward has zero hit points, it can't absorb damage, but its magic remains. Whenever you cast an abjuration spell of first level or higher, the ward regains a number of hit points equal to twice that spell. Oh, that's level of spell. Uh, once you create the ward, you can't create it again until you finish a long rest. So this is why we're talking about this. It's the yes. It's really good. It's like it's probably the best shield in the game. Like shield spell in like, the like game. Dam- damage absorption thing. Yeah. Feature. Yeah. For sure. Uh, at 6th level, you get Projected Ward. When a creature you can see within 30 feet you takes damage, you can use your reaction to cause your Arcane Ward to absorb that damage. If this creature, if this damage reduces the ward to 0 hit points, the Warder creature takes any remaining damage. So not only can it protect you, it can protect anybody else within 30 feet of you. Yep. This is like healing, though. Don't do it. <laughs> not worth it. Uh, I would not use the Projected Ward as a reaction. I wouldn't use it because, you know, you're a wizard. Got to save that reaction for a Counter Counterspell. Spell. Unless there's no... Uh, Especially as you're an abjure. What if there's no... Magic. Magic users. I, I guess you could use it, but like... Why would Save you Save it for yourself. Yeah, why would you use it on someone else when you can use Absolutely. it for yourself? Um, <laughs> We're such shitty, like... Shitty teammates. Shitty party members. Our parties work out just fine. That's I feel true. like everybody in a party should be self-sufficient to a certain level. Uh, yeah, they should. At 10th level, you get improved abjuration. When you cast an abjuration spell that requires you to make an ability check as part of that casting... Of casting a spell, as in counterspell and dispel magic, you can add your proficiency bonus to that ability check. So you literally are proficient in counterspelling. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you didn't. We didn't mention this with that. Uh, abjuration is also the school of magic that is the anti-magic. Oh yeah. So yeah. it's it's counterspell. Yeah. Is an abjuration spell. Spell resistance or spell resistance you get at 14th level. You have advantage on saving throws against spells. Furthermore, you have resistance to the damage against spells. Or of spells. Fantastic. This is that the it, yeah. anti-caster caster. Yeah. Yeah. You are the anti-mage mage. <laughs> mage mage. Mage mage. Yep. All right. So next up is School of Divination. Because we're skipping Conjuration. Because in Conjuration, you just summon shit. You're really good at summoning yeah. shit. Uh, Jared, guess what? It's you again. Cool. Back to back. I love, these are my two, two of my three favorite wizard subclasses. Divination's really good. Uh, your divination lets you see into uh, the future and uh, into people's uh, thoughts. I think it's divination, isn't it? Yeah. 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 You uh, you have second level. You get portent. Uh, when you choose this school, glimpses of the future begin to press into your awareness. When you finish a long rest, roll two d20s, record the numbers. Uh, you can replace any attack roll, saving throw, or ability check made by you or a creature. You can see you can see with one of those foretelling rolls. Uh, you must choose to do so before the roll, and you can place, yeah, and you can replace a roll in this way only once per turn. Each foretelling roll can only be used once. When you finish a long rest, you lose any unused foretelling rolls. I think we've always kind of done that wrong. We have done it slightly. We, wrong. Yes, we've always done it afterwards. Yeah, we do it like they're like, oh, I got a sixteen. No, you got a one. Uh, and unless you're trying to fuck somebody over, then you usually do it beforehand. Yeah, <laughs> you usually like I roll, and you're like, no, you don't. You get a two, bitch. <laughs> Uh, at sixth level, you're expert divination. Casting divination spells comes so easily to you that you can expend only a fraction of your spell casting efforts. When you cast a divination spell of second level or higher using a spell slot, you regain one expended spell slot. The slot you regain must be of a lower level than the spell you used to cast, and it can be higher than fifth level. So it's just a little bit like a resource mm-hmm. renewal casting a divination. So it's not uncommon if, it's there's, nice. if there's, I think there's ritual divination spells you'll like. Ritually cast them and get a lower level spell slot back. Mm-hmm. A tenth level, we get third eye. You can use your action to increase your powers of perception. Uh, when you do so, choose one of the following benefits, which lasts until you're incapacitated or you take a short or long rest. You can't use this feature again until you finish a rest. Uh, you get dark vision. You have a dark vision out, out to a range of 60 feet. Uh, ethereal sight. You can see into the ethereal plane within 60 feet of you. 
uh, greater comprehension. You can read any language and see invisibility. You can see invisible creatures and objects within 10 feet of you that are within line of sight. The trick is, is to just play a, a uh, race that has dark vision, <laughs> yeah. ignore ethereal sight, and use the other two when necessary. Why would you use greater comprehension when you can ha- yeah, cast comprehend languages Don't, as a ritual? Or, <laughs> yeah. And get a spell slot back. And get a spell yeah. So just use the invisibility when there's invisible things. Yeah. Uh, it really doesn't come into play that often. No, it's 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 the ribbon flavor ability. Yeah. And at 14th, level, you get greater portent. The visions of your dreams intensify and paint a more accurate picture in your mind of which is to come. You roll three d20s for your portent feature instead of two. Woo. So portent is one of the best abilities, yeah. period, in the game, period. Mm-hmm. Especially when you use it the way that we use it. Against <laughs> yeah. other party members. Incorrectly, yeah. No, I don't mean that. I mean, like, after we, the roll. yes, we do it after the roll. I, I don't feel like it's necessary to do it before the roll. I, I don't, don't think see... it hurts. I mean, you gain a slight advantage because you can save the portents for more beneficial times. Yeah. If you were wanting to play, like, in a hardcore, hardcore mo- mode, mode, Thing, <laughs> hardcore mo- mode. I still can't say it right. Hardcore, hardcore mode. mode. There we go. Uh, yeah, I could see that where you're wanting to be really precise with things as the DM, I guess. But uh, fun is like the mm-hmm. way to go. The rule yeah. of cool. Yeah, yeah. This, also, there's like you know the build of a divination wizard, which is a halfling with lucky. Oh yeah. Which is like you do not roll ones ever. Yeah. yeah. And you just. I've heard that build referred to as Bill Murray build. Yeah. <laughs> and you take the, what's then they're like a halfling feat that like also you can have other people also not roll ones or something like that. I think that comes from a specific movie and it's called the man who knew too little. Mm-hmm. And he's always, he's supposed to be like, they mistake him as like a, as like a secret agent. Mm-hmm. And he's just this normal worthless dude. And, uh, he does everything right, and everyone thinks he's, like, the best secret agent ever. And he's just really lucky. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. happens. Yeah. It's pretty funny. All right. No longer than we're taking, we're going to talk about enchantment as well. It's me. I should have made Ethan do it. He's the one that wanted this. I I just said it was good. <laughs> so I said you could avoid it, too. That's true. Hypnotic gaze at second level. When you choose this school, your soft words and enchanting gaze can magically enthrall another creature. As an action, choose one creature that you can see within five feet of you. If the target can see or hear you, it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw against your wizard spell save DC or be charmed until the end of your next turn. The charm creature speed drops to zero, and the creature is incapacitated and visibly dazed. On subsequent turns, you can use your action to maintain this effect, extending its duration until the end of your next turn. However, the effect ends if you move more than five feet away from the creature. If the creature can neither see nor hear you, or if that creature takes damage. Once the effect ends, if the or if the creature succeeds on its initial saving throw against this effect, you can't use it again until you finish a long rest on that creature again. Look at me. I'm the captain now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of. I am the captain. Uh, at 6th level, you get Instinctive Charm. When a creature you can see within 30 feet of you makes an attack roll against you, or can use your reaction to divert the attack... Provided that another creature is within the attack's range, the attacker must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the attacker must target the creature that is closest to it, not including you or itself. If multiple creatures are closest, the attacker chooses which one to target. On a successful save, you can't use the feature can't use this feature on the attacker again until you finish a long rest. You must choose to use this feature before knowing whether the attack hits or misses. Creatures that can't be charmed are immune to this effect. At 10th level, you get Split Enchantment. When you cast an enchantment spell of 1st level or higher that targets only one creature, you can have it target a second creature. And at 14th level, you gain the ability to make a creature unaware of your magical influence on it. When you cast an enchantment spell to charm one or more creatures, you can alter one creature's understanding so that it remains unaware of being charmed. Additionally, once before the spell expires... You can use your action to try to make the chosen creature forget some of the time it spent charmed. The creature must succeed on an intelligent saving throw against your wizard spell save DC or lose a number of hours of its memory equal to 1 plus your charisma modifier. You can make the creature forget less time and the amount of time can't exceed the duration of your enchantment spell. That one was like the longest one. 
mm-hmm. <coughs> that was a lot. It's functionally really good. Yes. It really, really seems like it relies on people failing their saves, though. Mm-hmm. Which I know a lot of spell casting does anyway. Yeah. And then, Ethan, I didn't have to roll. I know it's you. Take us into Evocation. Evocation. It evokes. <laughs> you evoke some shit out of me, bud. <laughs> You're welcome. <sighs> this uh, is your blaster. So, yeah, this is blaster. This is going to be Evocation spells, which are, like, the ones you see all the time in, like, People playing, so you got fireball, you've got your lightning bolt, like lightning bolt. Anything that's gonna do damage uh-huh. usually is evocation uh-huh. spell, and so, also healing. Not all healing; some but of it's healing. necromancy. But he- healing spells like the heal hit points usually are evocation for some reason, from weird reason. They should be necromancy, like cure wounds. Mm-hmm. It's evocation. Oh. It's weird. It should be some necromancy. of them are some of them are necromancy though. Yeah, like your raised deads and stuff like that is necromancy, but like, and like reincarnate. Yeah, is necromancy. Because I I favor them being necromancy. Yeah, I said it's it's weird. It makes no sense. Yeah, it's not really applicable here. But I just thought not that you get healing spells yeah. really in your wizard in your wizard spell list, but I guess you could. Meh. If you took like magic initiate, you could get some healing spells. Yeah, yeah, might be useful. So, uh, first thing you get at second level is Sculpt Spells. You can create pockets of relative safety within the effects of your evocation spells, such as uh, Fireball. Uh, whenever you cast an evocation spell that affects other creatures that you can see, you can choose a number of them equal to one plus the spell's level. The chosen creatures automatically succeed on their saving throws against the spell, and they take no damage if they would normally take half damage on a successful save. At uh, 6th level, you get potent cantrip. Your damage cantrips uh, affect even creatures that avoid the brunt of the effect. When a creature succeeds on a saving throw against your cantrip, the creature takes half the dam- the cantrip's damage, if any, but suffers no additional effects from the cantrip. At 10th level, you get empowered evocation. You can add your intelligence modifier to one damage roll of any wizard evocation spell that you cast. That's per turn. Mm-hmm. Over channel is the ability that you get at 14th level. You can increase the power of your simpler spells when you cast a wizard spell at first level through fifth level. That spell damage you can that deals spell damage. Uh, you can deal damage equal to. Oh wait, what? Deal the maximum <laughs> damage. You deal maximum damage with that spell. You can deal damage equal to the maximum, maximum. damage. Sure. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, also, at the first time that you do so, you suffer no adverse effects. If you use this feature again before you finish a long rest, you take 2d12 necrotic damage for each level of that spell immediately after you cast it. Each time you use this feature again before a long rest, the necrotic damage per level increases by 1d12. This damage ignores resistance and immunity. Damn. Yeah, you're not really supposed to use it more than like once. <laughs> Maybe twice. I could hurt. Yeah, but if you got a good healer, you don't. You don't. But if you, I'd say you had a somehow that well, like crap, like just a fifth level spell, like it's ten d twelve. Yeah, it's ten d twelve. The second time. Yeah, yeah. Then fifteen d twelve. That's like if they if you roll bad, that's probably enough to knock you out. Yeah. If you do it three times, it's enough to kill you. Uh, I say knock you. I meant like kill uh, death. Yeah. Yeah. Murder death kill. Depending on if you're already low or not, and if. You have good health. Yeah. It's a really Which, good, like, um, evocation. It's yeah. a really, really good damage dealer. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's one of the better ones. It has, it's a really good, consistent damage dealer because it gets the potent cantrips. It can just be mm-hmm. like firebolt, 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 or uh, not Which is firebolt, where, it's saving what? spells. Toll the dead, toll the dead, toll the dead, whatever. Which is a lot. Of, what I've noticed a lot of people don't realize about casters is that most of your damage is going to come from cantrips. Yeah. Yes. And I think that's where some people fall short. They try to take so much damaging spells and leave their cantrips as kind of, hey, I'll just take these and mm-hmm. don't use their cantrips. Try not to use their cantrips as much. Well, that's where you see people burning out their spell slots in, like, one combat. And then they're like, I'm, I'm useless. Yeah. Because, I mean, they've made themselves that way, unfortunately. You, you could, like, cannon it out and, like, 
uh, just burn all your spell slots real quick, but it's not really worth it. All right, now let's go to necromancy. Jarrett. You can bring <laughs> shit back from the dead. <laughs> I was, there was such a long it pause wins. there. It wins. You can bring, yeah. you make skeletons. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you can make friends. Yeah, you make <laughs> friends. Who, who needs friends when you can make them? Yeah. Uh, at second level, you grim harvest. You gain the ability to reap life energy from creatures you kill with your spells. Once per turn, you kill one or more creatures with a spell of uh, first level or higher. You regain hit points equal to twice its spell's level. Or three times at level, if if the spell belonged to the school of necromancy, you don't gain this benefit for killing constructs or undead. So they future proof that from killing your own minions. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at six level, you get undead thralls. You add the animate dead spell to your spell book. If it's not already there, you can cast animate dead. You can uh, target an additional corpse or pile of bones, creating another zombie or skeleton as appropriate. Uh, whenever you create an undead using a necromancy spell, it has additional benefits. The creature's hit point maximum is increased by an amount equal to your wizard level, and the creature adds uh, your proficiency bonus to its weapon damage rolls. So, any other wizard can animate dead. You can do it better. Yep. Lots of better. Yeah, lots of better. It's like, look, mine are stronger. Not only you get an extra one, you get they're tougher and stronger. Yes. Uh, at 10th level, you get inured. To undeath, uh, you have resistance to necrotic damage, and your hit point maximum can't be reduced. Uh, you have spent so much time de- dealing with undead and the forces that animate them that you have become inured to some of their worst effects. Command undead. Starting at 14th level, you can use your magic to bring undead under your control, even those are created by other wizards. As an action, you could choose one undead that you can see within 60 feet of you. That creature must make a charisma saving throw against your wizard spell save DC. Uh, if it succeeds, you can't use this feature again on it. If it fails, until it becomes, or it becomes friendly to you and obeys your commands until the until you use this feature again. Intelligent undead are harder to control this way. If the target has an intelligence of eight or higher, it has advantage on the saving throw. If it fails the saving throw and has an intelligence of twelve or higher, it can repeat the saving throw at the end of every hour until it succeeds and breaks free. Technically, you could um, get a lich with this. If, oh, yeah. If they just roll really bad and didn't use their legend. <laughs> well, it, it's yeah. not even that. You get like a death tyrant. Yeah. Yeah. You go on up the list of undead things. Like Vecna. A Dracolich. Vecna. I don't uh, No, you, you probably can't do Vecna. <laughs> the, the save is too high, probably. Probably. Yeah. You can try. What if you want to replace Vecna? Uh, good luck. Yeah, good luck. It's like a deity almost. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Killed the shit out of Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Spoilers. Sorry. Spoilers. <sighs> if you haven't watched it at this point, you're probably not going to watch yeah, it. You probably, like, if you don't, you probably don't know who Eddie Munson is. I didn't even say the last name. I just said Eddie. Goddamn. Uh, and then transmutation. I don't like this. Well, it's me, so don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I fucking hate this. Chrissy, wake up. I like this. Fucking t- I fucking hate TikTok. Like, and I know it's in the show, but the music behind it was not in the show. Uh, so, transmutation. You get to modify energy and matter. Wish I could do that and make myself matter. This used to be called alteration. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> nice self-burn. I like it. Self-degradation. Degradation. Yeah. The best kind. <laughs> the I, God, I wish we were a video podcast. Because the look on Ethan's face is just taken back so far. Like, he can't understand. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right. So, at second level, you get minor alchemy. When you select this school, you can temporarily alter the physical properties of one non-magical object, changing it from one substance into another. You perform a special alchemical procedure on one object composed of entirely of composed entirely of wood, stone, but not a gemstone, iron, copper, or silver, transforming it into a different one of those materials. For each ten minutes you spend performing the procedure, you can transform up to one cubic feet foot of material after one hour or until you lose your concentration, the material reverts to its original substance. So, can you, like, change it from silver to gold and then sell it and get the fuck out? Uh, Not sell it, but spend it? Yeah. 
I don't think gold's one of the materials you can you, you can turn yeah, copper yeah. silver though. No, oh, copper yeah. to silver. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or even better, wood to silver. Yeah. Just could make you some wood coins. Just cut down a couple trees and a tree you can just cut down a limb. <laughs> it's true. Maybe easier to pick up some rocks. Yeah, or rocks, yeah. Like yeah that some would... gravel and just change a cubic <laughs> foot of it. Yeah. yeah. Silver. Into silver yeah. and then be like, what? At 6th level, you get Transmuter Stone. You can spend 8 hours creating a Transmuter Stone that stores transmutation magic. You can benefit from the stone yourself or give it to another creature. Creature gains a benefit of your choice as long as the stone is in its creature's possession. In the creature's possession. When you create this stone, choose the benefit from the following options. Dark Vision out to 60 feet. An increase of speed. An increase to speed of 10 feet while the creature is unencumbered. Proficiency in Constitution Saving Throws. Resistance to acid, cold, fire, lightning, or thunder damage. You choose your choice whenever you choose this benefit. Each time you cast a transmutation spell of first level or higher, you can change the effect of your stone if the stone is on your person. If you create a new stone, the previous one ceases to function. This is, could also be called the Sorcerer Stone or Philosopher Stone, yeah. depending <laughs> on whether you live in England or, or not. Yeah. yeah. Real dumb. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Nicholas Flamel. So at 10th level, you get Shape Changer. You add the Polymorph spell to your spellbook if it is not already there. You can cast Polymorph without expending a spell slot. When you do so, you can target only yourself and transform into a beast whose cha challenge rating is 1 or lower. Once you cast Polymorph in this way, you can't do so again until you finish a short or long rest, though you can still cast it normally using an available spell slot. Yay. You nice. get to change yourself. <laughs> Into a challenge rating one creature. Yeah. Hmm. You're a shitty druid. <laughs> Meh. I don't know. That's most druid. At this level, I feel like that's probably as good as a druid. <laughs> it is. is it? Or better. Uh, if you're not a moon druid, yeah. I, I guess I just they don't are ever. not good. Yeah, I just don't ever think about anything other than moon druid. Yeah. Um, 14th level, you get master transmuter. You can use your action to consume the reverse uh, reserve. Good God. Reserve of transmutation magic stored within your transmuter stone in a single burst. When you do so, choose one of the following effects. Your stone is destroyed and can't be remade until you finish a long rest. Major transformation. You can transmute one non-magical object, no larger than a five-foot cube, into another non-magical object of similar size and mass and of equal or lesser value. You must spend ten minutes handling the object to transform it. Somebody else say this word. Uh, is it panacea or pan panacea? 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 I don't know. I really don't know. I I, I don't know. Whatever that word is, uh, you remove pancreas. <laughs> it's not pancreas. Might as well be. This uh, causes the body to create insulin. Pancreas. It's panacea. You remove all curses, diseases, and poisons affecting a creature that you touch with the stone. The creature also regains all its hit points. I'm tired of saying transmuter okay, I was stone. Like, why are you not saying the I, word I'm transmuter? Just, I'm tired of fucking saying it. Say philosopher's stone. Say sorcerer's stone. Fair enough. You can, the wizard stone. You cast the raised dead spell on a creature. Got wizard book and with wizard the stone. wizard stone without expending a spell slot or needing to have the spell in your spell book. Restore youth. You touch the wizard stone to a willing creature, and that creature's apparent age is reduced by three d ten years to a minimum of thirteen years. This effect doesn't extend the creature's lifespan. They had to make sure it was a minimum of 13. That way why. you could still fuck if you're in Game of Thrones. That's oh. a weird minimum. Like <laughs> 3d10 is thir the minimum 13. That's just a that weird it, yeah, way to it, weird it, that, word it is, that. It is weird. It's a weird way to weird that. Weird, weird, <laughs> that's what I almost said. I almost said it's a weird way to weird that. And I was like, wait, word that? Weird way to weird. weird it, but it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't extend the creature's lifespan. So it's just like. It's another stroke night. I feel like if we don't have one of those, yeah. it's, uh, it's not, it's not, it's not correct. I'm it's not a recording session if we don't struggle. So it doesn't extend the creature's lifespan. So it's literally, it does nothing. Yeah, it literally just changes the, the way, way they, they look. look. It doesn't I told you, you we could have skipped transmutation. You didn't believe me. I played one, so I knew. You could bring somebody back to life. Yeah, it's, That's it's, pretty good. Yeah. Don't use it for the other things. <laughs> and the actual benefits of the stone itself of like 
proficiency in con saves and like a panacea just i don't know why but you said that i'm trying to i'm trying to say it different every time i say it panacea Um, panacea panacea panache it's okay but there are spells that do it do the same thing yeah just just do that don't make another yeah don't don't make another rock ethan take us into war magic war is it good folks good god (laughs) y'all oh uh war magic i've never actually looked at this before is it good (laughs) i actually don't know or i don't remember i don't think i've ever looked at it either well We'll i feel like i'm going to think why would i play this when i could play blade singer probably i don't think it's melee uh, okay, so a variety of arcane colleges specialize in training wizards for war, blends disciplines of evocation and abjuration. All right. At second level, when you take this um, subclass, uh, you gain arcane deflection. Defle- deflection. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. You have learned to weave your magic to fortify yourself against harm when you are hit by an attack or you fail a saving throw. You can use your reaction to gain a plus two bonus to your AC and an attack of plus four bonus, right, to your attack? Nope. You gain a plus two bonus to your AC against that attack or a plus four bonus to that saving throw. Oh, that's right. (laughs) It's all right. Sometimes we all can. Reading, we know, do good. It went back. So I had to bring it back up and it wasn't there. Ex-fucking-scuses. All right. He's full. When you use this feature, you can't. Cast spells other than cantrips until the end of your next turn. Tactical wit at second level as well. You Your keen ability to assess tactical situations allows you to act quickly in battle. You can give yourself a bonus to your initiative rolls equal to your intelligence modifier. Uh, power surge at sixth level. You can store magical energy within yourself to later empower your damaging spells. You can store a maximum number of points called power surges equal to your intelligence modifier whenever you finish a long rest your number of power surges resets to one whenever you successfully end a spell with dispel magic or counter spell you gain one power surge as you steal magic from the spell you foiled if you end a short rest with no power surges you gain one power surge once per turn, when you deal damage to a creature or object with a wizard spell, you can spend one power surge to deal extra force damage to that target. The extra damage equals half your wizard level. Mm. That's not bad. I don't feel like it's that good, though. It's not. it's not that good. It, the longer you go, the better it Well, it's only three gets. damage here and maximum of ten. ten. Yeah. At tenth level, uh, durable magic. The magic you channel helps ward off harm. When you maintain concentration on a spell, you have a plus two bonus to your AC and all saving throws. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. At 14th level, you gain Deflecting Shroud. Your Arcane Deflection becomes infused with Deadly Magic. When you use your Arcane Deflection feature, you can cause magical energy to arc from you up to three creatures of your choice within 30, 60 feet of you. Each take force damage equal to half your wizard level. Yeah. Uh, It's fine. At least it's multiple. I wish it was like, I wish it was like your wizard level or half your wizard level plus your proficiency or plus your intelligence. Just like half your wizard level just doesn't seem enough on those damage. Well, why not make your make it your uh, spell damage modifier? Your spell attack modifier. Spell attack, which is essentially your intelligence plus plus your proficiency. I think that would be better. Just something. It's a wizard level. At least it would. At least it would scale better. Over yeah. time, I don't think it would end up doing as much damage. It's n- unless you get um, like a wand of the war mage or something that increases your a modifier modifier because it's going to cap it. Um, it'll do no, it'll, it'll do one. It'll do eleven. Ow! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was no. It's fine. I do it all the time. It just sounded. Really it will bad. actually scale. End up being more to be eleven instead of ten. So still not that much. No, yeah. one extra point. I go from fifty to fifty-five total, basically. Yeah, because you can you can get up to a number well, it, of power surges equal. To it your, seems like other features that are similar just use your level. Mm-hmm. So why not yeah, just use your not? level? Because six not. damage isn't crazy. 
Yeah. And 20 damage at level 20 is not crazy. No. no. Just it's 100 damage level. total if you have all your also, cards. Are just, you're, yeah. you're only going to end up usually having... It's situational, too. Two, maybe three. I mean, I don't know how many times in combat I've counterspelled or... Yeah. And really, just, unless, unless you, like, rack them up. Unless you, like, metagame it and have somebody cast a spell, like a... Something continue spell sim- and, like, dispel magic as a ritual in between, like, a short... Like, in between combats and get f- and have five going into a combat. It would make yeah. a sorcerer useful. <laughs> in what way? How is that possible? By having them cast spells, your buddy cast spells so you can counterspell it. Sure. I was saying, like, not even counterspell, because that's wasting a spell slot. You could use dispel magic as a ritual, I think, can't you? Yeah, I guess you could just collect magical items or something. I don't know. I shit if I know. It. I mean, but, but, obviously, if you're going to pick one, it's going to be Blading. Well, I mean, they're, they're not. not comparable because war war magic isn't a melee thing. Yeah, it's not. So it's, it's more of like a tanky thing. Sort of. I think it it's, like. it's supposed to be like really good at maintaining concentration on like battlefield control spells, like your slows and your. Yeah, that's uh, what it feels like. Your other control spells, like hypnotic pattern and stuff. But like it that. doesn't even get like a, like a reduction in cost yeah. to write spells. Yeah, I don't know. It's not good to me. <laughs> I wouldn't pick it. I don't think no. it's that great either. Uh, so let's talk about which one we would take as a solo class mm-hmm. and which one we would dip into. Anybody got any ideas? Solo is like... I feel like I, I think abjuration would be good solo. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. I I think I'd have to go divination. I know it's not that good later on, but just necromancy would be good solo. Yeah, I just love divination. Yeah. Uh, for my dips, it's blade singing and uh, divination because yeah. you get the really powerful abilities at the front. Yeah, evocation wouldn't be bad for a sixth level dip, but it'd be more of a dunk. A dunk, not a dip. I I get it. It just yeah. made me like I wasn't expecting it because I've never heard that term before. Well, I mean, uh, there's so many other classes that are good that have really nice things up to 14th level that don't get much after that. Yeah, that you could go evocation with it, like, well, cleric. You can get that potent uh, cantrip thing. Yeah. So, now we get to talk about the wizard class, which one you're going to add from your party. This one, again, comes from Dungeon Loot Armory, but we made a change. I don't know who we swapped out for it because it was months ago at this point Mm -hmm. that we made the swap. So, your options are Gandalf from Lord of the Rings, Voldemort, Zatanna from DC, or Caleb from Critical Role. Everybody's thinking, everybody's thinking... That's that's tough because Voldemort's super powerful. He got beat by a fucking eighteen year old. He got beat by a eighteenth month year old. Exactly. <laughs> Technically, he got beat eighteen month year old. Yeah, eighteen month. Technically, he got beat by a middle aged British writer. So, <laughs> yeah, also true. But yeah. Was he really that strong? If he got that beat? was the power of love. By the way, with the baby. Yeah, Same I know. difference. Same difference. <laughs> On the fucking score sheet, it says Voldemort zero, Harry like eleven. You know what? <laughs> Nobody says Avada Kedavra like, like Ralph Fiennes. That's true. Ray Fiennes. Ray Fiennes. I mean, you're not wrong. Or, but just because he says it really good, are yeah. you going to add him to the party just for that? Yes. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> for <laughs> the memes alone, yes. My thing is, I can't add him to the party because he's going to kill my party because he's going to want to be the one in charge. And I don't it's know. Not gonna happen. I don't know. He's just going around like strapping kids to tombstones, and I can touch <laughs> you now. Exactly. Yeah, that kind of weird. Yeah, I, I'm picking. Uh, I'm picking uh, option four. Caleb. Caleb? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's pretty really good. Who are you picking? Um. I want to say Zatanna, but that's, like, that's I, like, I was gonna pick. I like Gandalf, but the world that he's in, it's not heavy magic stuff. He's such yeah. a weak ass wizard. It's it's not a wizard. He's like a comparatively. He's really more of a um, Eldritch Knight. Eldritch Knight. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. I'm picking Zatanna. Yeah, give me the magical titties. <laughs> <laughs> the look on I just 
love making you guys have a terrible looks. Sparkle, sparkle. Yeah. I, I, mean, didn't, I didn't say anything. I, just, I know. Really just, Again, we have to get video at some point because yeah. it's fucking hilarious. I mean, he's not wrong. They is magical titties, literally. They ain't titties. They ain't. <laughs> I seem better. God damn it. <laughs> I just feel like magic in DC is way more powerful than like D and D magic. <laughs> it is. It's so fun. Like magic in DC, they're so fucking strong. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of over them right now. Like the because I've been playing Conan. <laughs> <laughs> they're everywhere in Conan. Like they're just kind of out. Just for reference, because he's not saying what he's he talking said he's about. Over titties. Yeah, he's over titties. Yeah. You're right, over so, now. We're not a video podcast. So you made the titties what hand you're gesture. Is you're an ass man now? Yeah, they're usually okay. wearing pants. Mirror the ass by the tits. On that fair note. point. On that, on note. that <laughs> note, we're gonna wrap this up. You should wrap up <laughs> other things. <laughs> we had the same thought. Make sure you wrap it. You don't want kids. Oh. <laughs> As the father yeah, of the I group. Yeah, I am the only father in this group. They're exhausting. <laughs> I love my daughter. Exhausting. Uh, so, as always, you can find us. You can find links to our Facebook page and our Discord on anchor.fm slash, slash, slash chaotically nerdy. There's only one slash in there. I just had a mini stroke and said it like three different times. At this point, it's a full stroke if you have <laughs> ten mini strokes. No, they can buy. I, like I can still use everything. <laughs> I'm fine. Also, there will be a link in the description for our Discord. So if you're listening right now and you just say, "Hey, you know what? I want to talk to these assholes and be made fun of by them," because more than likely we probably will. Not at first, but give it a good week of you being consistently talking. We'll start making fun of you. Crab hands. <laughs> crab hands. <laughs> I don't know why he's doing crab hands, but he is. All right, thank you guys for listening, and we hope to catch you on the next episode. Bye.